This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. I believe that music uh, at the start of Boomsies is um, just generic music that producer Tim found. We're waiting for some uh, some real Boomsies theme songs. They're they're in the pipeline. Just waiting for them. Uh, they will be magical, go magical, go though, magical though. Hi, I'm Dan O'Toole. This is Boomsies. It's a podcast from my basement. This is our second full episode. Want to know how well things are going so far? I'll tell you. I went to the general store here in my little town. I walked in and Ian behind the counter said, what's bubbles? I'm like, I I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, bubbles, what's bubbles? And I'm like, again, you're going to have to enlighten me here a little. He said, I was uh, on YouTube and something came up and it's bubbles. I'm like, oh, boomsies. So that's how well boomsies is going so far. Bubbles, also good. Trailer Park Boys, great character. Bubbles. This is boomsies, not bubbles. If you're here for bubbles, you're in the wrong place. Um. Wanted to start with some corrections from our first episode. We were talking a lot about tacos because of uh, a taco chain in the States that was part of a sale of Buffalo Wild Wing to Arby's by the name of Rusty Taco. And I said, well, Rusty Taco, come up to Canada because we only have one taco chain, Taco Bell. And that's where people in Western Canada said, "Uh uh-uh, taco time. 74 locations in Canada. I forgot because I haven't lived in Western Canada since 2001. Um, And all the locations are in Western Canada, aside from locations in Timmins and Thunder Bay. And I haven't been to Timmins or Thunder Bay in a long while. Although I've been to Thunder Bay several times because my sister went to Lakehead. And each time I made that drive, I said, if they only moved that lake, the drive would be a lot quicker. Thunder Bay, what a hell of a town. Love it. They got the Sleeping Giant there. They got Chumka Dust. I've mentioned them. They're a Danitized product. Hockey Hotbed. Thunder Bay. They know what's up. Timmins, too. Home of Shania Twain and Taco Bell. Maybe Shania Twain owns that. Taco Time location. Let me know. Also, I mentioned the Canadian Tire commercial where the uh, the dad... Don't worry, I'm not going to cry this time. 
Um, the dad takes the bike out of the back of the truck and the kid says, oh, if only I could see the look on my face. And then, as a lot of listeners of Boomsies, not Bubbles, pointed out, Canadian Tire, almost the day later, put out a 100 Years of Canadian Tire commercial. And there was a clip of that bike commercial in it. But I don't know if they were on a timeline. If they gave someone the project on a Tuesday afternoon at 2 and said, this needs to be done by 2.45. Because they f***ed up. Canadian Tire, you f***ed up. Your commercial has no tear-jerking qualities to it. None. It's a straight voiceover. And I think the guy says, uh, we've had a lot of great moments over the years. Here's to 100 years more. Well, he doesn't say it in a southern accent. That wouldn't really fit Canadian Tire. But they, they, they show the, the bike commercial. They show Albert. Remember, Albert, Albert. But you can barely hear the audio in those commercials. I'm like, Did, could you not afford the rights to your own commercials? Here's your project, Jimmy. We need it by 2.45, but that's not enough time. Print it. We'll go with it. But we've known the 100-year anniversary's been coming up for a long time. It just snuck up on us, okay? Shut the f*** up. Sorry for my language. It's beeped out, though. So here, here at Canadian Tire, do a complete rework, and Jimmy in editing, can get this done in 45 minutes. Here's your commercial. Here's your voiceover part. 100 years sure does give you a lot of memories. Then you go to the bike commercial. The kid's saying, oh, if I could only see the... So many memories. And then you go, Albert, Albert. And then it's time to create the next 100 years worth. Canadian Tire. Canada's store. Bow! You want people to feel something. Because the commercial you put out. Oh, Gil, what have we done now? So those are the corrections for the week. Sorry, taco time. Oh, but... um. Speaking of Rusty Taco, only locations in America. There's like 30 locations. And I know someone who's been to one. And they sent a review. My brother, Vince O'Toole. Here we go. This, a text message from my brother, Vince. Over the course of two years, I spent weeks and weeks in Dallas, Texas. And every day we drove by Rusty Taco on our way to work. It became a running joke like, who the f*** would name a place Rusty Taco? And who the f*** would eat there? So on our last trip there, I said I was going to go and convince five other guys to go with me. It was great. They have tacos. That's it. Just 13 different types of tacos. No burritos. No quesadillas. Just great 
tacos, and a ton of clothing for sale that says Rusty Taco. So there you go. I think that's a glowing review. Rusty Taco. We have tacos. And shirts. Hey, get the freak out of here. There's a cat drinking out of my mug. Oh, man. It left cat crap. Oh. What the hell is going... Security! The luxuries of working at home. Um, by the way, I discovered something yesterday, and I don't know if this is going to make me sound dumb. Most things that come out of my mouth make me sound dumb. But I had a dryer issue. I'd turn my dryer on, and it would go... And I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good at all. So... I did what you do. I go on YouTube, put in, oh, I've got a Whirlpool dryer. It's making a ring sound. So I go onto the videos and these guys, ah, <laughs> the YouTube video is simple fix. And I'm like, perfect. Sign me up. I proceed to watch the video. The guy's like, just take off this uh, this back part. Now make sure you label the wires, one, two, three. Take off the grounding wire. Make sure you unplug it. And you want to get in. I'm like, this is not simple. But I said, I'm going to do this. I'm a grown man. And it's embarrassing if I call a technician to come here. And he's like, oh, why couldn't you do this yourself? So I'm, so I'm doing it. So I tried to take off the back of my dryer. And I'm like, this is not coming off. I went around to the front. I'm like, well, that must have been a different model dryer because there's two screws here and the bottom of the dryer comes off. So I went in there. I'm like, ah, oh, that thing, that thing that turns the whole tub, it just needs some, uh, some WD-40. Sprayed that in there and um, put the, the cover back on. Uh, there was a, still a little squeak, so I took it off again. Put the WD-40 on. And then with the cover off, I started my gas dryer. Have you ever seen what's going on underneath the gas power dryer? Mad Max is under there. It is a blowtorch. There is an open flame drying your socks. My kids came around, they're like, oh, I, I don't want to see any of this. They are now terrified of the dryer. And I'll have to admit, I kind of am too. So that was eye-opening that there's an open flame. No wonder I'll put a blanket in there. It's dry in half a second. Now I know where I'm cooking my turkey. You want a dryer turkey? That's not how you cook it. Well, have you seen under a dryer before? <laughs> There's a flame there. No, there isn't. You want to see for yourself? Not really. So, yeah. Uh, then it, then you go to bed and you're like, what if there's lint in there? Is Am I going to die tonight if I just put the dryer on when I'm supposed to at 
night hours. I'll leave it on during the day so I can monitor Mad Max drying my undies. Mad Max, pretty good movie. Um, something else that came up, but again, I don't know. I can't believe we're talking so much about tacos because I rarely eat tacos. And this was always a, uh, a contentious point when we lived in LA because I'm a white, white dude, uh, grew up on a farm in Ontario. So I learned how to eat tacos, how everyone in that situation does by the old El Paso taco box. So I, I like crunchy tacos. You go to a taco place, they say, that's not how you eat them. But I'm like, but that's how I eat them. They say, well, you're eating them wrong. What the? Was the cat meowing there? Cat doesn't like tacos either. But it opened up the discussion uh, with my producers. Something going around social media was uh, a dream food court. So what's in your dream food court? And we got answers here. Uh, Producer Tim's dream food court. Great Canadian bagel company. Okay. I can go for it. As long as they're good bagels. Good bagels are hard to find. Burrito boys. Burritos overrated, but sure. Mr. Sub. Yes. Mr. Sub makes a good sub. Salt. H salt fish and chips. Don't know what the f- that is, but it's fish and chips. Manchu walk. Eh, okay. Smokes poutine. Okay. Yeah. Poutine. Freshy. Nah. Freshy. You eat it. You're hungry. Five minutes later. Freshy. You're done. And Dairy Queen. Yes, Tim. Score blizzard. One of the only acceptable orders at Dairy Queen. Although... Their new fudge, Georgia Mud Fudge Brownie or Blizzard, I think. It's really good, too. Um, Z Money, our other producer on the show. Andrew, his picks. Tim Hortons. Okay, I'll go for that. Bourbon Street Grill. No idea what that is. Another Manchu Walk. Okay. Wendy's. Wendy's, you could lower your prices a little. You are the most expensive of all of them. No, no, no. So I'm thinking of A&W. They are. You need to remortgage your house if you want to get a Papa Burger. Do I want to have housing or a burger? I'll go burger. Arby's, good choice. By the way, after we talked so much about Arby's last week, Arby's made an appearance in Saturday Night Live. We talk about Canadian Tire, boom, they make a commercial. We talk about Arby's, boom, on Saturday Night Live. You talk it, they make it. We talk it, they make it. That's the the new slogan for this podcast. Uh, he also wants a Cinnamon in there. I've had one in my life. It was good. But I've never been back, so I guess it wasn't great. Chipotle? Yeah, I'll go for that. And Little Caesars? No. You are wrong, Andrew. Little Caesars is the worst. Pizza, pizza, and Little Caesars in a dead heat for horribleness. Uh, my, uh, my dream food court. You got a rusty taco in there. Never had it, but my brother likes it. It's good enough for me. Jamba juice, which is the same as booster juice, but they have it in the States. Booster juice uses yogurt in all their drinks. I'm like, 
do you have a share in the yogurt company? Just give me non-yogurt stuff. Jamba Juice does that. Give me some mall sushi in there. Mall sushi. Delicious. Because when I want to eat some yellow fin tuna, I go to the OC, the Oshawa Center. In and out Burger. Great burgers, good prices. Everyone goes to In-N-Out Burger when they go to California. Arby's, yes, we need an Arby's in there. Dairy Queen, I side with producer Tim on this one. You need a Starbucks or an Aroma. Aroma is another chain. I don't know if they've gone outside of Ontario. Delicious coffee. Or a little uh, barista place that's not a chain. Give me some good coffee. Tim Hortons is trying with, I'll admit, I don't drink regular coffee. I drink lattes because it's like a dessert in a cup with coffee in it. Tim Hortons keeps trying. And you know they keep trying because whenever you pull up, they're like, brand new lattes. We're trying it again. We got a new machine. And then two weeks later, okay, we really try. We got, I think we fixed it this time. I haven't tried their new ones. I'll get back to you on that one. And an A&W. Even though I just said that they're uh, they're overpriced. I was going to pick restaurants that only myself and anyone who grew up in my hometown of Peterborough would have known. And one of them was Sneaky Pete's, which was in Peterborough Square. And Sneaky Pete was a gold miner. And I just loved the name. And my brother informed me that they serve booze, too. So they serve booze at a food court eatery in Peterborough. And then it got me thinking with regards to McDonald's. By the way, no one picked McDonald's. Sorry, McDonald's. You're done. (laughs) My daughter hates that so much I say that. But with regards to McDonald's and their clown, Ronald... I asked my daughters this. I'm like, would you rather have a gold miner or a clown prepare your food? And my oldest daughter gave this a, a lot of thought and she said, are they, are they just coming from work or have they been home and cleaned up? Because I'm like, that's a good question. Because if the gold miner has, Ron, watch it. There's a candle there. If they've just come from work, then gold miner is filthy. And if the clowns come from work, you don't know what's on him. Both poor hygiene, probably. But sneaky. What's so sneaky? Why is he so sneaky? Why is he preparing your food? Ron, come on. So we went with the (laughs) clown. We decided a clown was best to prepare your food if they're coming from work directly. Um, another thing, this isn't a correction, but in our, uh, trial podcast, I said, I wanted to get our producers a list of my dream guests. And I followed it up by saying, don't tell me if you don't get them. Just one day you say, we've got a guest. They're going to be on zoom. I don't need to prepare. I just want to look at them and talk to them for five minutes and probably cry. So after the taping of that, no, after the taping of the first podcast, 
one of my dream guests I revealed was Sidney Crosby. So we get upstairs at my house and producer Tim goes, not, that's not going to happen. I'm like, Tim, I specifically said, if it happens or not, he's like, you're not getting them. I'm like, but I say, you, I, uh, it's not going to happen with Sydney. I'm like, Tim, just let me dream, please. So anyway, I, I compiled the, the dream guest list for now. Harry Connick Jr. First CD I ever bought was when Harry met Sally. I know. This probably explains a lot about my taco choices too. Harry Connick Jr. Want him on here. Garth Orge, the man on the baseball card behind me. My favorite uh, Blue Jay of all time. Sidney Crosby. Canadian hockey player. And Seth Myers, Late night show host. Reason being, if you watch the late night programs, Seth Myers kills it every night. During the lockdown, they did the shows from home and without an audience, they just found their groove and they almost didn't come back with an audience. But they did and they still did the shows like they like they don't have an audience. With inside jokes and Seth doesn't wear a suit anymore. He's like, I'm, I'm going with a casual look. So Seth Myers um, would, be, uh, would be a great guest. So that's the dream guest list. Tim, Andrew, hopefully you're writing this down. Guys? Okay, great. And life hacks. I said I'd have life hacks every episode, and I forgot to give one on the first one because the first life hack was put vinegar, a bit of vinegar in with your dryer. I haven't looked into what happens with my dryer, but I don't think there's any flames in there unless it's really hooked up wrong. (laughs) And there's just a powder keg waiting to happen in my dryer washer area. This is the life hack. paper towel in the bottom of your strawberries. Here's what you do. You get strawberries from the store, run them under the water, cut them up into the size you want, get an airtight Ziploc container, put paper towel in the bottom, put your strawberries in there. They will last 10 times longer than if you just put them, left them in the container, you got them from the store. Same goes for watermelon. You cut up an entire watermelon, I'll be you need a massive container. It soaks up the juice. You've got crispy watermelon because I like crispy watermelon. I don't like soggy watermelon. Get your soggy boys out of there. I don't want mushy watermelon. That's why I hate going to like a buffet lunch and they got watermelon. That was cut up eight years ago. It's limp. It's soggy. It's disgusting. Get it out of there. So there you go. There's your life hack. Paper towels, pretty much with any of your vegetables and fruits in your fridge. You're welcome. And I had another um, ongoing bit. I've already said it a a million times on this episode. Uh, And uh, 
a segment called You're Done. And I've got two for this segment. I mentioned this on social media probably a couple of weeks ago. The term ODR for outdoor rink. You're done. You're done. You think you're sounding hip and cool. You're not. You're done. It's an outdoor rink. Never in my lifetime did I hear the term ODR. But then we had to tape these segments for social media when I was still on TV. Um, and every second one was, check out this ODR. I'm like, what the? Oh, an outdoor rink? And most of the times, it's like a lake. That's a lake. That's an outdoor lake. Not an indoor lake. ODR. You're done. Just say outdoor rink or my rink outside. And the other one, only because my uh, producer, Andrew, texted me something and I responded and he said, KK. I don't know where that came from. I guess 1K is rude, but 2Ks is fine. And I said, you're 1K away from disaster. You had 1K to those two. You got bad. You're done, KK. Or just say, okay. Or don't take offense to someone saying K. So ODR, KK, you're done. So I think that segment's going to be a real hit. You're done. Uh, I'm supposed to go through the news here. And one of the news items sent to me, and hopefully this works, because we're still figuring things out here. Um, my t- my crack team sent me a jaywalking video. Anti jaywalking video. It's not a jay- it's not a video to promote jaywalking. It's to tell people not to jaywalk, to raise awareness about jaywalking. I have not watched this, so let's give it a go here. This is from Quebec. So this is anti-jaywalking video. Here we go. Okay, pedestrians across the street anywhere thinking there's no danger. How do we raise their awareness? Shows people going across the street. And they're walking by a bus shelter here. This kind of looks like uh, just for last videos. Oh, it shows skeletons of people. It shows their innards. And they're all dancing in front of uh, the skeleton type bus stop. Oh, shit! (laughs) Oh, my God! And then they just go off the hood of a car. Wow, way to go, Quebec. I would not leave that bus shelter all day. (laughs) I want one of those in my town. 
we're in a pandemic. We're starved for entertainment. Give us a jaywalking bus shelter. Great job, guys. That's the content I'm here for. And don't jaywalk. Although I do it every day here in my town because we don't have any crosswalks. We have no stoplights. We have no stop signs. It's the Wild West here. You feeling lucky? Okay, try it out. We'll see how this goes. What's bubbles? Yeah, go at it! People just yelling at from their cars. Okay, um, the other news was um, this weekend's uh, games in the NFL. Which brings up another new segment, Dan O'Toole, Savvy Gambler. Dan O'Toole, Savvy Gambler. I gave a pause there because producer Tim said he would insert his voice overmodulated in post. So I can't wait to see how that sounds when I listen back to this sometime in 2025. I am going, because I've mentioned this before. When I bet, I take the over. Not in every game, because not every game I know is going to go over. But if you take the under in a game, you are cheering for a boring game. You're cheering for no points. You don't want the the stadium to go nuts. You want it to be 3 nothing. And that's no fun in a football game. That's no fun in a hockey. That's no fun in anything. So my tip always is take the over. And one game, I'm going to take the over. Chiefs and Bills. The total's 55. Now, for those that don't know, because again, I, I mentioned this to, uh, to my mother, Sandra. She was like, what, what, what are you talking about over under? So the total for the game is 55. So both teams points combined. If added together, it's more than 55. You win. If it's a, if the bills win 21, 20, 21 plus 20 is. It's 41. You do not win. That is under 55. So you should have taken the under. So I'm looking at, so 55 total. Oh man, this is going to be like a, a 42, 30 game. So 42 plus 30. That's 72. So I would win. So I made the right choice by taking the over. Dan O'Toole, savvy gambler, gambler. Gambler. Oh, you a gambler? I don't know. Take the over. Um, and before we get to our guest, Todd Fedork, um, NHL legend, very funny guy. These are our viewer emails. I gave our um that's not a viewer email. I don't even know what the hell that is. Their notes from Tim. Tim, you can't send that in an email. 
gold miner, poor hygiene. These are the show notes. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the, the emails. Our email address is yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. Yeah, let's talk. And just a just a life advice or life tip. If you work for say you work for Global Corp. And they say, yeah, we love mental health. We're all for mental health. And then they fire like 300 people. I don't think they're for mental health. Global Corp. This one's from Greg Knights. Hey, Dan, so happy you're back on the air. Very proud. Uh, Tough world out there. Being able to let go and be open with emotions has made me a better father and husband. Again, so great to have you back on on the airways. I mean, truly missed, by the way, most of my dad's side of the family are from Peterborough. Yours sincerely, Greg Knight. This from, from Aaron. This from, from, says, thanks, Toolsy. Just a quick note to say, thanks for doing this. Great to have you back. Thanks, Aaron. This one's to Dan and the Boomsies boys. Just listen to podcast number one. Coincidentally, I was riding a bike, being a fellow Peterborough native. I really appreciate the references. Keep them coming. I actually live in Gulef. It's Guelph. But at our previous podcast, a man who will go unnamed read an email from a viewer from Guelph, and he pronounced it Gulef. Uh, so he works for the uh, fire department there. And I believe you know someone from Assumption, Frank Guyot, twin brother to Nelson. And their picture is in my living room. I mentioned my school closed when there was 60 kids and they're like, yeah, this school's done because there's nobody here. So we took a, a photo of everyone that went to the school on the last day. The guy at twins are in that photo. It's hanging in my living room. So yeah, I know them. Um, maybe a quick segment on Jungle Cat World as an obscure reference. Oh boy. You saw the documentary Tiger King? We have one five minutes from my home. If you've ever driven to Peterborough, Ontario, there is a cat sanctuary on the side of the highway called Jungle Cat World. My daughters and I go skiing at our ski hill here that's six minutes away. Uh, You see tigers on the way to skiing in the middle of winter. I don't know if tigers like the snow, but they're there. It's still in operation. People still show up. Even during a pandemic, they need to get their meow on. So Jungle Cat World, still open. Don't know how. Okay, Todd's busy. So Todd Fedor, Fridge. We'll be joining us on a later episode. That's what happens. Happens in life, happens during a pandemic. But if it happens during a pandemic, you blame the pandemic. And when the pandemic's over, there goes all the excuses because that is a built-in ironclad excuse not to do something. Sorry, pandemic. Or sorry, uh, can't uh, go to that party. You're over your numbers or whatever. Or someone in my family is immune compromised, which someone is my relative. But if you just say that to someone and no one in your family is, no one's going to call you on it. Yeah. Show me who. 
So, but I guess we've got that excuse for at least for the next five years, even when all this is over. You can still use it. I give you a five-year window. So we'll have Todd on another episode. Speaking of the pandemic, email us your comments on this question because I'm going to pose the question on, t- on Twitter as well. What is, the, what is a positive you will take from all of this? Mine is the human race is a cleaner species now. We are cleaner as a people. So that is a positive I will take out of this. Also, I am now proficient at Zoom. Before, in the beginning, I hated it. Now that I know to uh, mute myself, start the video, how to accept an invite, I don't mind it at all. Don't mind Zoom. Call me a Zoomer. No, it's a boomer that's an old person, right? A boomer is an old person. So send us your emails at yeah, let's talk at gmail.com. That's Y A, let's talk. And uh, we're just going to finish up these emails um, since we got time. You don't want to listen to email comments. Don't. You do you. Someone commented on that as well in the last podcast when I said Kodak Black, you, you, be Kodak Black or whatever I said. And then I, I was listening to music. I've got them on my playlist, on my Spotify, which Spotify, I saw the breakdowns of how much uh, these streaming services uh, give their artists. Spotify, come on. Really? Really? You can do better. I think you, like it's a thousand plays of an artist to make like five cents or something. Come on, Spotify. I'm paying you my family plan. Okay. Okay. Uh, This one. uh, Hi, Dan. That took a lot of bravery. When you put yourself out there emotionally, it can be like chum in the water. Keep it going. Love to hear some painfully honest takes on hockey news. Thanks, Jeremy. Painfully honest takes on hockey news. Hey, Gary Bettman, hockey ain't working in the desert. Boom, you're done. I don't know what has gone on there, but Gary Bettman will not back away from that. If they have one fan at a game for an entire season, nope, everything's fine here. Gary, it's over. Hey, Toolsy, longtime fan of the old pod and now a new fan of the new pod. I just bought my first home and it's in Oshawa. I am not from Oshawa and I am not familiar with Oshawa. <laughs> you moved there, though. I don't know anyone from Oshawa. But what did I just do? Was this a good life choice? <laughs> Any advice on where I should eat? where I should drink beer, and who I should be friends with would be much appreciated. Boomsies, Matt. Well, one of our producers, Andrew Zwarch, he is uh, from Oshawa. So there's your first friend, built-in friend, one of the Boomsies boys. And on our preview podcast, I told Andrew that I would tell him his new favorite restaurant, which is located downtown Oshawa, but I failed to mention that. So I will uh, tell Matt and Andrew together 
This place is called Bollywood Taco. They have tacos on naan, not naan bread. You say naan. Um, they've got masala fries. And every time I'm in there, I tell them my kids would eat here every night, given the choice. And the second last time I was in there, there was a Karen. Karen was picking up approximately four bags of food. And she was telling the, uh, the, the lovely gentleman behind the counter how when she gets home, the food is cold. She said, every time, the last nine times I've been here, the food's cold when I get home. Karen, once it leaves their restaurant, it's out of their hands, unless they're delivering it. If you are taking it as a pickup item and bringing it home, they have they have negated all their responsibility once it goes out their door. So Karen, stop. So the guy, uh, the guy who was in line with me, we both got up there, and you know how you want to make people feel better. We're like, dude, your food's awesome. I'm like, it actually burned my mouth last time. So make it less hot. I didn't say that, but uh, what do we got here? Uh, hey, Dan, Wes in Calgary here. Love, love, love the new podcast. Don't really have any suggestions, but I just wanted to say I missed your voice in my ear holes. And now that you're back, I'm happy. Thanks, Wes. Hey, Dan, listen to your first couple of podcasts. Love it. Miss seeing you on TV with Dan. Uh, I'm Dan. That is uh, the most repeated comment I get in life probably is when someone says, hey, uh, Jay, uh, I'm Dan. Or when we work together, they'd say, hey, where's Jay? And I'd always want to say, we don't spend every second together. So my cousin Eric told me to respond with, yeah, he's doing tall things like um, fixing a ceiling fan. He's uh, organizing a top shelf. Because Jay's tall. He's 6'5". I uh, watched you guys every night for many years. Glad to hear you guys are still BFFs. Canadian Tire should be a part of making all commercials, except their latest, which we detailed at the start of this podcast. Hope to hear many more episodes. I really hope this email is a slight dig at a former employer of yours. Huh? There was no digs in there. Corey, Corey, Roastmaster Corey. Hey, I saw you eat soup. What? Yeah, I gotcha. Have a good one from Corey in Winnipeg. You like to shovel snow. It hurts your back, doesn't it? Boomsies. Gotcha, Corey. Uh, here's this one uh, from Jason. He goes into great detail about uh, how he likes soccer now. Um. Anyway, he says he's pretty obsessed with footy. Now, and he loves it. At this point, I've realized I've rambled on way too much in this email, so I'll cut to the chase. I wanted to ask if you touch on chatting about footy on one of your podcasts. Nick, things like, do you like follow? No. What leagues do you if you do? No. Do you have a favorite EPL team? No. What do you think about the mess at Tottenham over the last few years? No. Anything else at all? No. Okay, so we got through that one quick. Didn't have to spend much time. 
Mr. Dan O'Toole, I just wanted to reach out and say good for you on starting up the new podcast. I always enjoyed the sports show with you and your buddy, Jay. It was so fun to see two good guys just having a blast talking about sports and goofing around. You and I are in similar stages in life. I'm 46 too, and have been through some big changes in the last little while. And I'm staying positive and found myself outside of a hockey arena with my nine-year-old laughing our heads off at your podcast last night. Oh, Shane, you're going to make me cry. Thanks for keeping it family friendly. All the best, Shane. Sorry for the bleeps at the start, but bleeps are fine. Bleeps are good. Shane, that's awesome. Um, Hello, Dan. Let me start by saying that I've never sent an email to anyone like this before in my life. Ooh, I like where this is going. I just watched two podcasts of Boomsies and I loved it. I think you're great and open about getting back on the bike. Great life lesson. I think you have a great sense of humor, very similar to mine. Keep up the great work. I had the pleasure of meeting you and Jay at the 100th Grey Cup in Toronto with my son. You two were great with us, and I have a picture of you guys and my son, which I treasure. That picture means a lot to me and my family. Jay and I also got a picture with Burton Cummings at that game, and then Prime Minister Stephen Harper. I'm a huge sports fan, and if you're keeping score, I'm interested. I'm a huge sports fan, and if you're keeping score, I'm interested. So I think he's saying, like, if there's a score, he's going to watch. I live in Whitby, Ontario, and I'm glad you have established yourself into small-town Ontario life. And I'm glad to hear you're again riding your bike with your daughters on those warm summer evenings in Orono. Never stop that, as it will not last forever. Oh. <laughs> oh. That made me chuckle. Keep doing it because it's going to end. I wish you great success and long live three men in a basement and Ron the cat. LOL. I'll be watching and listening. I'm a fan. Thanks. Boomsies. LOL. Big fan of LOL. And our final one before we sign off here. Uh, hey, Dan. So holy shit, Sorry for sending you a DM on Instagram before hearing about this email it was 10 minutes from the end of Boomsies one and didn't expect an email plug. I'm just going to copy and paste what I sent you on Instagram so you can Ignore my messages there. Hey, Toolsy, my boyfriend and I are absolutely massive. No, I forgot how to read English there. Let me start that sentence again. Hey, Toolsy, my boyfriend and I are absolutely loving boomsies. Thank you for being so raw about yourself. Been a very open supporter of y'all's for a long time. It's always been a, in good fun, and I hope I've made you laugh and feel good with my comments over the years if you've seen them. Also, I know you're a big Tim and Eric fan. If you ever have time, I recommend seeking out Tim's podcast, Office Hours Live. Very funny show. More raw version of Tim just talking about his life with his crew and audience via call-ins, but still has a lot of goofs and gaffs and spoofs along the way. Goofs, gaffs, and spoofs with Tim Heidecker. Also, I know you don't like focusing on the negativity, but it's fun listening to you call out your haters when you need to. I don't know why they even exist. It's sad. It's tough sometimes to brush them off because floats on the top. Well, not if you've got something wrong in your diet. Uh, but you've always been able to flush them away at the end of the day. And keep being yourself. Kevin. AKA the one furry that always responds to your social media. So thank you for the furry. Thank you to the furry community. Um, and that's it. Thanks to the furries. Thanks to the non-furries. 
thanks for the hair. Thanks to the hairless, um, for spending some time with us. Uh, hopefully we'll have a guest next week. Maybe Todd will be back, but we have so many guests waiting to fire off. Here's the thing. Once Todd canceled, and again, it was extremely last minute. I feel bad about calling someone as a last minute guest, because if I'm them, they're like, Oh, thanks a lot. You've that wasn't your first pick. I'm your last minute guest. So maybe we will always have someone on standby and tell them. Yes, that's what we'll do. Say, we've got a guest. You're booked for next week, but if this guest bails, then we'll put you in today. That way, they know they're the first booking for the next podcast, but they're also the backup, so they get a two-for-one deal. I just solved it. See what happens when you brainstorm by yourself. Because you know Andrew and Tim are not saying anything. Oh, and uh, Coco Beware is behind me. If you're watching the video portion, uh, this wrestler, someone uh, messaged me. They have the Coco Beware parrot, and they're going to try to get it to me. That'll be amazing. Coco Beware. Maybe he'll be a future podcast guest if he's alive. I hope so. Okay, we're just going to get a quick check on that because I don't want to leave you hanging on the 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 life of Coco Beware. We are getting an answer in three, two. Yep. He's alive. Yes! He's alive! So Coco Beware. Maybe uh, he remembers performing in my hometown of Peterborough and touching my hand. We'll find out in a later edition of Boomsies. See you next week.